Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I am so excited for this episode with Devani Freeman. She is someone that I have gotten to work with firsthand. Her work is amazing. She is out there transforming the world through her social media agency which is so heart-centered and really supporting people and being able to get their message out there. She really is a social media maven and she really has supported me and so many others in being able to fulfill their mission. So I'm super excited to have her here today. Make sure you listen all the way through and make sure you check her out, devanyfreeman.com. Enjoy the show. Hey, 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 ladies. So excited for this episode with Devani. She is someone that I adore and she's up to some pretty cool things. So anyway, without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Devani. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited to hear what being a goddess means for you and just talking about now for you guys that don't really know her, she's super cool into like the social media world. I think you call yourself, what is it? A social media maven? (laughs) (laughs) Social media maven, social media strategist, uh, client attraction strategist. I mean, I love that client attraction strategist. Who doesn't want anyone out there that has a business wants more clients, I think. Yes, absolutely. So what does being a goddess mean to you? Mm, such a beautiful question. So being a goddess to me, it means standing in your power. It means having self, high self-worth. And it also means leading with love. I love that. It's so funny because, you know, I asked this, like this whole podcast is really about connecting with as many women around the world as I can and just really getting what their opinion on being a goddess is and like, what's their definition of it? And then how do they rock that in their life? And there's no one that ever says the same thing, which is super cool. And it's just, it's really awesome to see everybody's truth and how it's a little bit different, but I just love this definition and standing in our power. It sounds kind of simple. I mean, it is simple, but it, can sometimes be challenging. Are there ways that really support you in standing in your power? Yes, there's a few things. First of all is making sure that I start the day in the right energy, in the right mindset so I can stand in my power. And I do that through meditation and journaling. 
And when I say meditation, I love visualization or guided meditations to really like help me feel into my powerful self and feel into feeling confident and feeling worthy and all of that. And so that is super helpful and a must do. I'm like religious about that. Like I was just thinking the other day, I loved to like get up early and I used to never be a early morning person. It's mm. because I've created such like a juicy morning practice mm. <laughs> that really just lights me up and helps me to start on the right foot. And the other thing I would say is surrounding myself with other like-minded women who also are up to big things, who believe in me and help to motivate me, who are there on speed dial if like stuff's coming up. And so that those things like really help me to stand in my power by know, knowing I have other people that have my back and encouraging me. And then my morning practice and making sure I'm connecting with source to go after it for the day. Mm, that's really awesome because... Firstly, the morning is that piece that we can really control. And so when we're setting ourselves up to win for the day and really creating something on the same way, like I've been getting up at like four or five in the morning and I'm like, what? Like, I'm not a morning person, BTW. I'm more of like a night owl. But yeah. I'm just like finding myself getting up earlier and earlier. And I there's nothing that excites me more than like sneaking out of my bedroom, like while my partner's still sleeping. And I just feel like, the world is still asleep. So like I get to just be with myself and my little yummy morning routine. So I love that you do that as well. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I know. I know. And it's funny because I was not a morning person. Like remember my early entrepreneur days, I was like, you know, work until 11 midnight, sleeping until like eight or nine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally. And I was just listening to something that Gary Vanderchuk had like done some video or something. And it was like a little clip on Instagram or whatever. And he said, you know, you have 18 hours in the day that you're like utilizing. And I was like, whoa, time out. Like we have 18 hours. And he was kind of breaking it down. So like, what are you doing? Like, what are you guys doing out there? And I was thinking about, I'm like, whoa, we actually have so much time. And I think a lot of us get in that scarcity mindset of like, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. And I think that something Mm -hmm. like this practice you're mentioning, Devani, is so great, especially for women, especially the women that feel like they don't have time. It almost, for me, when I look at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, it's only 10 and I've gotten all this stuff done. Yeah. It just makes me feel so much more abundant. I know. I know. Totally. Mm. Yeah. I love that practice question for you because I know you're like into the social media stuff and that's your jam and your world so being and rocking your goddess but then rocking it on because it's now we have like Instagram Twitter Snapchat Facebook all these different avenues and I find for me that trying to like literally not filter because like there's filters all everywhere now like not filter myself and just really be as authentic as possible. Like that to me aligns with my goddess. How do you navigate that world? And how do you like suggest your clients navigate that world? Because I know you work with a lot of clients in that area as well. Yeah. So authenticity is, I mean, really those that are succeeding and really building 
a tribe and creating engagement and using social media the way it's supposed to be used are the ones that are using it authentically, are the ones that are telling stories that really connect with their ideal client. And so we're seeing a lot of people, you know, rise up that are understanding this. And it's so crucial. Like it doesn't work anymore because there's just so much noise to always just try to be promotional or just doing a couple like, you know, one liners, like, but really like getting more authentic and showing who you are and showing also like that you walk your talk. And those that are taking these strategies and they're implementing them, those are the ones that are getting great results from social and utilizing social as a great traffic source for their business. Yeah, I think it's so true. And I just, you see all these different trends that start to happen in social media and then everyone follows that one thing. And I think it's just finding like the thing that works for you. So like, I know, let's just say, for instance, like Alexi Panos, who's an amazing goddess, like she is more into like videos and she has like a certain like kind of look, but that's like authentic to her. So I'm not going to, if that doesn't resonate with me, I'm not going to like run out and do videos. And that's just not my truth. You know, I think there's other things that I like to do. That's just not one of them. (laughs) Yeah, you have to find out what lights you up. What is your jam? How do you like to communicate? Because if you're forcing yourself to do something that isn't alignment with what you feel is fun or exciting, you're not going to stay consistent with it. So you have to find that that platform. And what is it? Is it photos? Do you you love taking beautiful photos? Is it being on video? Is it being more casual behind the scenes like Snapchat? But also push yourself out of your comfort zone. Is it if it's easy for you to do photos and not so easy for you to do video, yet video is super powerful and you think you can be comfortable with it, then then it's pushing yourself. Because right as entrepreneurs, if we're not constantly getting outside of our, our comfort zone, we're not growing and we're not excelling to the next level. And what would you say like supports you staying rooted to like your truth and your goddess and your power as there's like so much noise going on? Because I think you know, and then back to social media again, too. Like, I actually had to, like, stop following certain people because it just became noise for me. And it was kind of distracting and creating judgment and just negative noise for myself, you know, just for me. And just for that time, I was like, you know what? It's going to be healthy. I'm just going to do a little detox of some of these people. So what helps you kind of, like, stay grounded in your message and who you are when you're out there? Yeah. So that's a really good question because it can be so easy to have access to all of these other incredible entrepreneurs and then start comparing yourself and then start seeing, oh, wow, it looks like it's working for them. So I need to be more like that and changing your tune or even changing your philosophies because you think that this other person has found like the magic bullet. And so you need to be more like them. And I think that happens to a lot of us like at the very beginning stages when we're trying to find our authentic voice, we're trying to find our footing, we're trying to figure out like, you know, what is my thing, right? And then once you find that, which happens through action, then it's really making sure that you're not wavering from that and not letting other people's opinions to 
get you confused or get you to pivot into something that isn't you. And so it comes back to like what you said of being really selective on who you're letting grab your attention. And it's okay to unfollow people. It's okay to unsubscribe from people's lists. It's okay to like put your blinders on and be really selective on other people's content that you're taking in. And I'm on social media, you know, 24 seven with what we do and what I do with my company. And so I constantly have to remind myself blinders, 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 focus, focus. And so it's an ongoing thing that you have to just keep in the back of your mind of, you know, am I distracting myself right now? Or do I need to, you know, really discipline myself a little bit more? And so it's being just really present to that. Yeah, I love that. I think having the awareness of like blinders and blocking out things that are kind of noise that really won't serve you is so important. It's funny because just the other day, one of my friends was sharing with me like this opportunity to buy content from this other expert. And I happen to like love this expert, love what he's sharing, love what he's doing. But there was a part of me that knew that if I purchased it, that then my ideas would start to be tainted by his ideas. And there was part of me that was like, no, don't do it because then your creative process is going to be halted. Just allow yourself to have the download of whatever's coming through. And then eventually maybe, you know, but I I have to be careful too, because then I find myself, my message starts to get diluted, just like you said. And I think, especially as entrepreneurs, and especially early on in the game, you can try to be finding your footing and think, oh yeah, so-and-so is doing this and she's killing the game. I should do this. And it might just not necessarily be your jam or resonate with you. Like I love doing series and summits. Like it's my jam. Like I actually really enjoy it. But if I didn't, I don't think the results would be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. So when it comes to like personal life, so now like kind of switching gear, like business, personal, like how do you like really bring in that goddess in your relationship, in your personal life and like really setting your boundaries and being authentic and navigating those waters? Well, I think us entrepreneurs and business women, it's like really being mindful of being in our feminine essence, like when we are around our significant other, around our men. Because during the day, it's all like, you know, I'm boss lady and I'm running the show and then having to really be a strong leader for clients. And so again, it comes back to that awareness piece of dropping into my feminine flow and really allowing like a man to lead. So being a goddess isn't necessarily being like I talked about standing in my power when it's towards like a relationship. Yes, I want to be powerful and definitely confident and and all that kind of stuff. But that's really allowing like the man to feel his worth as well and feel like he is like leading. And so it's a balancing act of that we get to (laughs) be able to navigate through of, you know, being in that feminine essence and really allowing a man to lead, right? Yeah, it's like, I definitely tend to lean more towards my masculine a little bit, especially as a as a boss lady, like you said. And so 
being a goddess doesn't necessarily mean for me as well, like owning my power doesn't mean like dominating everyone in my path. It can, it means, you know, when it comes to relationships, learning when to take the backseat and letting go of control and surrendering and allowing and not picking fights over something that's really insignificant. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, not trying to be right. Like I'm always like, are you trying to be right? What are you trying to prove? You know, like, what are you trying to control? He's not an employee. Like he doesn't have to fall in line And like, I mean, he teaches me so much too, even with my, my, my partner teaches me so much, even with like my people that work with me or for me, it's like, oh yeah, like I'm, why am I trying to control? I'm just kind of taking the back seat sometimes and like cultivating other leaders instead of trying to like make these like minions or something. Yeah. And also like really being present, like that's the main thing is like, it can be so hard to turn it off when you love what you do. And it's also as an entrepreneur, it's a 24 seven hustle. And so I have to constantly remind myself to turn it off to be present because that's actually the biggest like goddess gift like I can give my man. I couldn't agree with you more. And I would say going back to the social media piece, I think as entrepreneurs and for the women out there that are entrepreneurs or maybe you run your own business or you're part of multi-level marketing and like one of those three categories probably hit about 90% of the women out there at this day and age. But it's like... For me, I find sometimes even when like work is done, quote unquote, because is it ever as an entrepreneur? Not really. But like when I'm like, today's over, like time to lock it up. Sometimes I'll find myself like on Instagram posting something else about my program or posting mm-hmm. this and that. And like, he's over there like, uh, hello, what's going on? What's going on? Right. Pay attention to me. Like, you know, like a little like, dog, like, hello, hello, I'm here. Oh yeah. Sorry about that. And even my stepson said to me the other day, like, Malay, if you're going to watch the movie with us, you need to get off your Instagram. And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah. all right, you're right. You're right. But like, yeah, presence is really important. And like, that's the person has the most power has is the one that's the most present. Yeah. What about, what would you say? Cause I think And I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this around social media and like sharing. When is too much too much? Or is there a thing of too much? You know, when it comes to like sharing your personal life and is there like oversharing or is it okay to share everything because you're letting people into your world, you're being vulnerable, you're allowing them into your space or is there like a line? What I say is that you want to wait on sharing your struggle until you are on the other side and you have seen the lesson in the struggle. So you are sharing a positive outcome. There's nothing worse of sharing the struggle without like having a solution to that struggle. So you're just really bringing a lot of negativity online because we have already so much negativity, especially if you're one of those people that watch the news, which I try to avoid at all costs. And so you want to be mindful of that and also really take in like, are the stories that I'm sharing relevant to my audience? So you don't want to just share everything like being an open book and you're just like, 
you know, a soap opera and you're sharing all this stuff, but is this relevant to my audience? Is there a lesson in this and how can I make this post into something that's either educational, inspirational, or deepening my connection with my audience? We all have struggles. And I think every one of us has an experience that, you know, trials and tribulations of our life that we've had to overcome or experience. But yeah, it's like when you make social media your therapist or like your dumping ground, it's, I think that there's, (laughs) I love that you drew that line kind of, it's like, yeah, share it in a way that's empowered. It can still be super vulnerable and an emotional mover to have people connect with you, but share it in a way that supports and empowers yourself and others, not, you know, bringing others down. Cause then I guess also you'd have to check in with like, well, what's your motive would like, if you're standing in your power, would you be standing in, is there space to stand in a victim mode as well? Exactly. It's funny. Cause one of my girlfriends from her coach just got dared to She's just struggling with like body stuff and she got dared to like go on Facebook live in her bathing suit and like declare that like this is what she's been struggling with. And she's declaring from this moment forward, it will no longer have power over her anymore. And she's going to share her journey as the next 30 days she's choosing to, you know, like do stuff that like empowers her around it. And like, I thought that was so cool. I was like, that's such a cool way to share that. And I'm like, cause she's really nervous. Like she doesn't want to. And I'm like, girl, you're going to get so many hits off that. Like people are going to be relate to that so much. And you're, and she's not going on there. Like, this is what's happening. Like she's already in solution, but it's going to be super vulnerable for her. Even though yeah. she's in solution. Right. Yes. That's going to be really powerful. Yeah, Totally. And it's amazing because she's like in kind of like the health industry too. So it's going to be really, really awesome. So yeah, no, I love that line that you drew, Devani. I think that that's a really cool point. And yeah, and if you're not there yet, it's not like rushing your process to get there. No, it's coming. I think too, as entrepreneurs, we try to like, you know, you see all these entrepreneurs like six figures in six days, six figures in six hours, like six months. It's like, gets shorter and shorter as I continue this path. It's like six, six figures in six minutes. I'm like, uh, is that really true? And like, is that real? But like, I think it's, it's good to know that like wherever you are on the path is exactly where you need to be. And then when you're in the space from that empowered place, share it so that you can really serve because that's, you know, at the end of the day, what we're all really here to do is serve each other. Exactly. And just being realistic, like I get so frustrated when people are just like, oh, these results, these results. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't tell how you spent, you know, 90% of that on Facebook ads to get to that amount, right? <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> you know, so, so it's like really being realistic. And, and I always try to be as authentic as possible. I recently, um, just a couple months ago with my email list shared, like, here's what my journey actually looked like. And, you know, it's like a roller coaster journey to get to the point of multiple six figures. And it took a while. It took me years and some people's learning curves are shorter and you see other people and they sprint to, and get to that point a lot faster. But we all have to trust that we are going through the process 
and we're going through our own unique journey, how we're supposed to be going to. And the worst thing that we can do is compare ourselves to others. Use others as a way to motivate through, say, like competition of like, oh, they can do it, I can do it too. But don't use it in a way of comparing yourself to where then you just do self beat up and you're like, I could never even do that. Why did that happen? Why did I not do those numbers? And understand that everybody's circumstances is so different. Yeah, it's so true because, you know, that's it's so wild. There's this experience that I just had recently. When we compare ourselves, we really are stealing our joy. We're, we're taking that away from ourselves by comparing. And the only person we should be comparing ourselves to is ourselves and where, how far we've come. But I had this moment where recently this girl from my hometown, same age as me, passed away from cancer. And I was like, you know, really sad when I got the news from my, my mom. And I remember thinking to myself in that moment, like reflecting back. Cause like when someone passes, you kind of think about all the memories of them. And like, we weren't really close at all. Like my mom was closer to her mom, but like, we weren't really close, but I was just thinking about the moments and the memories. And I remember like, as a little girl thinking, oh, cause she was so good at softball. Like she was like an amazing pitcher. And I was like, God, I wish I was her. Like, I just want to be her. And then I was like, whoa, like if I was her, like that would have been my journey. Yeah. You know? And I just like, I had this moment of like, well, thank you, God, that like, this is my journey. This is my path. And I'm blessed and I'm grateful. And yeah, like don't compare because we don't know like what that other person's journey is, you know, or what's going, what's really going on behind the Instagram, behind the filters, behind all that. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so when it comes to, I'm like, ugh, because I could just keep talking to you about this stuff for the next <laughs> three hours. <laughs> I know. I love talking, especially to you. When it comes to like spiritual woo-woo stuff, is there something that's your favorite, Devani, like crystals or oils? What kind of lights you up on this journey and is fun for you to do? Yeah, I love all that stuff. I love crystals. I love oils. I love cards. So I kind of use a combination of everything just kind of depending. I'm getting more and more into like crystals and how to use those. So I'm definitely not a pro with that. But I've been using oils for a while and I love my oils. What about when it comes to transformational Well, it doesn't actually have to be a transformational book. It could be just a fiction or a nonfiction. But book-wise, has there been a book that's impacted you and really changed your life in any way? Yeah, I would say when I read The Secret when I was 15 years old, my mom had me read that. And then she also had me and my brother watch the movie. And it changed my life, like learning how to manifest and how the law of attraction worked at such a young age, like really helped to shape me and create who I am today. That's so powerful. I remember my dad bringing it home back in the day. I don't know if it was VHS or DVD at that time, but I do really recall him bringing it and like sitting me down to watch it. And then I never actually read the book, like to be honest, but I eventually watched, um, I got more into the law of attraction through like Jerry and Esther Hicks. But just recently I watched the secret for the first time fully. And like, I knew a lot of the principles and the philosophy behind it, but, um, my partner had, it was the first time he ever watched it. And he was just like, 
because I tell him about this stuff and like he's read a couple of things but he was like oh, I'm not watching this this movie it looks silly and then he watches like oh my god and now he like refers to it all the time which I think is hilarious so (laughs) (laughs) he's like in the secret I'm like oh it's like that now he's like yeah so (laughs) I'm like oh was it your idea to to watch the secret he's like of course I'm like oh okay cool so I love that that that's so cool like I'm I'm almost a little jealous that like your mom did that for you I have another friend that's mother did the same thing and like I was so embarrassed because I was on the phone with one of my friends who's like in the transformational world and he's pretty big to do kind of guy in this area. And he's like, Oh, Malene, do you know this person and this person and this person? And I'm like, no, no, no. And he's like, Oh, do you know so-and-so? And And I'm like, no. So I just kind of felt like, Oh, I wish my mom kind of, my dad let me in on this, these kind of things when I was younger, but yeah. (laughs) So that's super cool that she did that for you and your siblings. I know it was. Yep. Really awesome. Uh, well, Devani, honestly, I could talk to you forever, but if the ladies want to connect with you or reach out to you, where's the best way to find you? My website, devanyfreeman.com. And then they can find me on Instagram at Devani Freeman and then as well on Facebook. And definitely connect with her. She's amazing, especially if you want some social media support or that client attraction business. That's fun stuff. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So much fun. (laughs) So fun creating a tribe and having people that you can actually serve showing up at your doorstep. Much better. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for joining us. I so appreciate you being here and sharing your wisdom and insight on life. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And ladies, for all you listening, sending you so much love today. Until next time. Bye. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed her as much as I did. And until next time, wishing you guys an amazing, abundant day. Make sure you're also sharing this with your friends, your family, and all your sister goddesses. 